You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, in studio, Troy Zeman. Hello, guys. And as always, coming from Texas, my loyal co-host, Graham Trainer. What the buck is up, boys? Oh, and I th- are we going to lead with the Bucks winning uh, the, the playoff, or more importantly, the Smokestacks winning their first playoff game of a double elimination tournament? The biggest weekend in sports is coming up with the softball Ooh. tournament over there in the high school. Oh, man. Uh, we can't. It's, it's more about it being the year of the Buck, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as oh, well as point. Milwaukee Bucks. But yeah, let's just continue onward with softball playoffs. It was an exciting game. Smokestacks went down 10 nothing. Went on a 14 to 3 run, scored two runs in the top of the 7th and went 3 up, 3 down in the bottom of the 7th. So this is yeah. the uh how many softball teams in this league? What's the league? I don't know. I played last year and pulled my hamstring and kept striking out, so I don't <laughs> have very little experience with this. <laughs> But it's exciting. Another, another year, another injury. I know. Damn. <laughs> Local sports. Year. Um, no, so I think there's probably what? Trainer, you have experience. There's 10, 10 teams? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there used to be 10. I know that the PGG is one that I was on. Balls Deep was the name. Balls Deep. Mm-hmm. And we had to liquidate based off apathy and children being born. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so that was the end of that. But that was fun. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, I did witness an inside the park home run um, in mine? in connection with your team's name. Uh, coworker of mine hit it over the outfielder's head. He made a he kind of misjudged the depth of the the hit, and he was going to third and was kind of trotting into third, and someone hummed it from the outfield and the third base trotting. Hit. Yeah, you know, kind of like he's not, he's not like full sprint, right? He's not going to slide. He realizes he's going to be stand up, be safe. And the the throw gets there. The guy misses it and right in the gonads. Oh, no. And oh. Oh. He, he took home and then immediately turned around and was like, hey, man, are you okay? And there was just a pause. Everyone on the field knew. All the fans knew. And the guy, I was like, now you're in the stage of nausea? And you're wondering if this feeling will ever go away and you can't move. It was, it was bad. It was a bad scene, but he got up, made a play, uh, the next, the next hitter. And then actually went up to bat. He was the first one at bat the next inning. I was like, I would have gone home. I would have started my car and just gone, called it a day. It's a tough third baseman. Yeah. So 21 on, uh, 21 on sidewinder. Shout out my man. You, you really, uh, shook it off, shook it off. That's the best. (laughs) Thank you, Troy. Shook it off. Um, that's like that's like Giannis coming back from that knee injury. That's just that's just amazing. But I, I was a little disturbed by you saying that a guy was trotting in softball and that somebody's not wearing their cup in softball. Which is which that. is which is more disturbing? You really got hung up on the trotting part. I was just trying to give you don't an trot, image. To the, you hustle. You hustle to the base. Well, he hit a triple and he realized he was going to come into third. Fine, and he and, thought so. And and the last couple of steps, he trotted. He slowed down. He went full sprint to slow down. 
Did anybody ever get promoted from double A to triple A by trotting the bases? He didn't trot the whole the whole time. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh we should we should uh oh let's not, mi- let's, not picking up the sarcasm. <laughs> Let's. I uh, know. I I realized that I was I was being an idiot, so I decided to to use my use my host uh, emergency switch and just say moving on when I realize I'm being an idiot. Yeah, dictatorship. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wildlife sightings or wildlife interactions? Nothing yeah, this week. Yeah, question mark. No, there was no moose retaliation from that moose that was murdered by a. By a tour on um, uh, wildlife wildlife mafia no hit no no hit uh, the really they must be staging for something dramatic we still have oh Ooh. six weeks left until our deadline we're probably what are we halfway through at least at least halfway through right right we got all of August and so and I don't know when Labor Day is is it early September or like is it one of those things where it's like September eighth I don't really know fifth or sixth usually. Angry August. There's there's a lot of potential there. Uh, bet the over, kids. Yeah, <laughs> always alive with the over. That's a great dude. That is <laughs> that is a wonderful that is a wonderful phrase. You are always alive with the over. Well, some people might not be. I think uh, I think I stole that straight from Barstool Sports. So no, cannot claim credit for it. Oh, the enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, competi- our competitors over at ESPN and Barstool really. Uh, really know how to do it uh so the so the total stands at 1.66 just to remind the listeners the over under still stands at 2.75 what do we i forgot what it was it's written down somewhere but we're at 1.66 the under is still alive in this um so let's huddle up the huddle is the good news of the week the critical number of the week something you are stuck on and your quote slash question of the week we're going to kick it to you, Graham. What is your good news of the week? Uh, I'm very, very excited. They finally got under the bad thumb. Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis have both won championships in their first year out of the Pelican system down in New Orleans and just thrilled for them. Mm. They're, they're, they're prospering. They're happy. They're, <laughs> they're in a better place. Seems like a low blow towards... Yeah. Towards all Pelican fans. Do you know how much uh, I like Drew Holiday? He did. Yeah, he did play some good defense. No, mine's Diakite. Yes. Um, jo- joining Rick Carlisle, the great Rick Carlisle as the only UVA players. This is, this is, you don't have to Wikipedia or Wiki this because I, I think it's right. I'm not sure. Uh, UVA and um, the UVA players that won a championship at in the NBA from UVA, coming from UVA basketball. So. I think that's correct. Fun stat on on Mamadi, uh, he won his high school championship. He won an wow. NCAA championship. And he won an NBA championship. And not only that, the team he was on for most of the year in the G League won a championship this well this year as well. The Oakland Magic, that's right. So that the Oakland Magic? No, it's uh Lakeland. Lakeland. Yeah. Lakeland. Not bad. Oakland's in California. Yeah, that was my that was my good news of the week. Just to share that the what you just said, Massey. I think that's that's an awesome stat line. I mean, yes, he was only probably a key player on the G League and the high school and NCAA teams, but still, that's fun. If you're a player, you just keep on winning championships wherever you go, no matter what. That's fun. You can't take that away from him, right? You can't. Yeah. You can't be like, well, you weren't a part. You like you didn't contribute. You're like, dude, I'm on the team. Yeah, yeah. He might not have 
played too many minutes for the Bucks this season, but he still played sometimes. And Troy and I yeah. were uh, we we watched the championship together uh, or game six together at the Bird. And, shout out Bird. Yeah, shout out the Bird. Troy, back me up on this. How great was Mamadi's face placement during the trophy ceremony? Oh, he knew what he was doing. He absolutely knew where he was. He's like, this is where I'm going to stand. Stand right behind the trophy presentation presenter. And he had the most FaceTime out of anyone besides Giannis, probably. What, okay, what about the, the random white dude that didn't say a word yeah. but was hammered? Yeah, he was, clearly, he was clearly been boozing the entire game. And he was he was probably part of the ownership. He was just like, I, yeah, I probably shouldn't speak right now. Yeah. Someone shoves a mic in his face and he's like, whoa, look out. <laughs> he was like, no, no, I'm just going to enjoy the moment in silence. Yeah, this guy was red-faced. Wait, and you're not talking about... You're not talking about uh, Pat Connington? Maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, well, Pat Connington, he was a, he's number 20 for the Bucs. He's kind of the, he's kind of the stretch white guy who, oh. who shoots threes. No, this so was a, a player. No, this was an old, like, old man that was – he was, was clearly there? welcome on stage, but he looked like yeah. part of that, like, ownership conglomerate. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw a few of those guys because they were chugging champagne. I think P.J. Tucker and um, Bobby Portis and – Connington were blackout drunk on champagne. It was all, and even some today at the parade, I saw some some funny footage. Shout out to Mamadi also logging that uh, that Insta, Instagram live in the locker room. He's a clubhouse guy. He didn't have to play any minutes. He's just a clubhouse guy. Yeah. Glue guy. He's a glue guy. Glue guy. Yeah. Behind the scenes glue guy. Um. Uh. So Troy, that was your goodness. That's a that's a stacked trophy case. It is. Yeah. 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 You can tell your kids whatever you want to at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dude, I was there. And I wonder how much connection Giannis and Mamadi have because they started their basketball careers later in their life. You know, a lot – basketball here in America is like if you didn't start playing basketball to when you were six years old, you probably have other interests, right? And they they just like were, – they were showing ba- basketball what when they are like 13, maybe middle school? And they're like, I'm actually pretty good at this. And then have professional careers and championship careers. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Giannis's whole story, and maybe we'll just should go off on the, on this tangent now, is incredible. Where he got drafted by the Bucks, what twentieth pick, grew grew five inches, gained fifty pounds, signed a long term mm-hmm. deal, bet on the Bucks, mm-hmm. bet on himself, said I mm-hmm. love this city, and then went and did it without. You know, everyone said Giannis was going to be a champion, but everyone assumed that he was going to do it with a big three and a larger market. And instead he said, no, I'm going to commit to Milwaukee. I can't even point to Milwaukee on a map. There's apparently a beach there. Um, yeah. 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 What was that? I don't know. I, 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 is Milwaukee on a great lake? That makes me feel dumb. Yeah. It has, it has to be. I think it's up, up against one. Yeah. Um, no, this all, this all sounds familiar. It reminds me of uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Europeans, Europeans, Europeans are in right now. They do things right. They win the Euro cup. Um, I, I mean, they do things right in the, in the NBA. Like, look at this in the NBA. The Europeans stick with their hometown teams that draft them. Yeah. They do it the right way. They do it the gritty way with role players, not super teams. So shout out to Europe. I'm tired of the USA. And also, this country. and also, Giannis had some, like, big championship moments. Like, the alley-oop uh, to end was at game five. And uh, the block... The block. The block. Yeah. He had all these like iconic moments. Yeah, like, the, the fifty points. The fifty points. I'm I'm kind of happy he missed that last free throw. I was like, I think yeah, I remember yeah. fifty before I remember fifty one. Yeah, 
Um, just and really put the team on his back. And everyone said, "Oh, he's just a seven footer that can dunk." And he proved them right. He was like, "Yeah, I'm a seven footer that's huge that can dunk. No one can stop me." And so why don't I just do this a lot? Uh, it's it's just a, I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of a human being I've never met and will never meet. And he called, yeah, he called his family, and he was and his he called he called his brother, and his brother was crying on the phone like. It was just a whole. It was just an emotional deal. I mean, he used to sell like bootleg CDs and, and movies on the street for his mom to help raise money, and now he's like, you know what? We're set up for life. So here yeah. you are. Yeah, it's kind of an awesome story. Sad part, you know, CP3 not getting his first mm-hmm. or you know uh, NBA championship, but I would love to see that. But you know, at the same time, happy for the Bucks. Every every movie needs a tragic hero, Troy. Do you know the True. last time the Bucks won a won a championship? Not the uh, year. yeah. Do you have that yeah, the year? Yeah. Um, Kareem. You Aldu- a critical number. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should do my good news of the week. Um, the sure. the Olympics start tomorrow. Oh, really? Do they really? I think the opening ceremony is tomorrow. Oh God! Yay. I think you're right, Todd. Todd, help me out. No, you're right. The 23rd. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't realize today was the 22nd. Yes. So So today, the Olympics start today. All right. (laughs) Tune in tonight. I'm not sure when the opening ceremonies are. I have a... What? Wait, wait, what? So the... um, I And what I love most about the Olympics is always the shots of how horrific the athletes, like, conditions are. Remember, Remember when they were in Russia and people were like... The toilet, beds yeah, the, yeah. The toilet didn't like have a, a door or whatever. In this case, the uh, the Japanese made a bunch of beds out of cardboard, and they're sleeping on cardboard beds. I was like, dang, maybe you should have, maybe you should have been a beach volleyball player instead of like a shot putter or something, or or, or like been a, a more <laughs> been a little more famous. They're like, all right, you scrubs, you Olympian scrubs, which is a completely ter- terrible thing to say because no Olympians are scrubs, but are you least famous people. You get the cardboard beds. Gymnast, y'all are on the top floor. Yeah, you're missing a, a key piece in the middle there, the Zika virus down in Brazil. Oh, I Just like, here you go. Get, here you go. New virus for you. Remember when we didn't take viruses seriously? Everyone took the Zika virus seriously. Um, so that was my good news of the week. Also, it's worth a shout-out to Jeff Bezos. He is the second billionaire <laughs> He's the second billionaire in a month to reach the outer edges of space. He joins the uh, the high, what am I trying to say? The uh, mile high club, so to speak, with a monkey, what? a monkey that we sent to. Uh, wait, 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 wait! No, Jeff Bezos and monkey are in the mile high club together. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm, st- I'm stumbling over wow. my words. Let me wow. let me retract that. Let me retract that. Breaking news: We sent a billionaire to the edge of space uh, in 2021, and we also did it with a monkey back in the 1950s. So, congratulations, Jeff Bezos, for for taking my prime membership fees and sending yourself to space. You really did a great job. Yeah, I killed it. And the shape of the rocket, the engineer either had a chuckle to himself because he knew how big of a uh, jerk Jeff Bezos was, or he was like, wait a minute, why is everybody making fun of my design and was completely clueless? Yeah, I think the cowboy hat was actually the more painful part, but the the, the rocket was pretty sad looking. I mean, I saw the video of the launch and I was like, really? You spent a a billion dollars on that? Does uh, everyone else see what I'm seeing? 
Yeah. That's a giant Johnson. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's let's move on to the critical number. Uh, trainer, your critical number of the week. Uh, yeah, you're about to you're about, you're getting so close to trampling that border, but mine's 50 50. Giannis's 50 point game, and also the 50 year drought for the Bucks, 1971, when um, Oscar Robinson or O and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Massey's favorite aforementioned player, won the title with the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, so really? 50 year drought, 50 point game. I didn't realize Oscar Robinson was on that team too. Oh yeah, that's uh, awesome. That Super team, bro. <laughs> no wonder they won during the Vietnam War. Super team, Troy. Your your critical number. That that's a, that's an incredible. I mean, the, the the idea that Oscar Robertson and Kareem shared the floor together. Did those people in the fifties really know what they were looking at? No, no, no chance. Or seven? When fifty years ago? I said fifties, but it's actually the seventies. Seventy-one. Seventy-one. Yeah. You got it. Um, Nixon. I'm yeah. I'm really I'm really doing a great job as host tonight. Um, <laughs> You do fine. Uh, yeah, that would be that would be an incredible thing to watch. Troy, your critical number of the week. My critical number of the week is everyone. Like 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 Whoa. like eleven billion people. Everyone. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So wow. The NFL's new COVID policy says that if a game is canceled and cannot be rescheduled within the eight was it eighteen game or seventeen game regular season or 18 week yeah, sorry yeah. 18 week regular season then no one including administration and everyone involved in the team gets paid wait what that week for that week i guess there's like mm-hmm. game checks for everyone yeah. so no one gets paid there, that's one way to do it yeah so there's there's been a lot of players pushing back deandre hopkins being one of the notable ones pushing back saying you know i'm choosing not to participate so you can't punish me but that's their policy that's my critical number of the week okay that's corporate policy it's corporate policy from roger yeah oh. no, deandre hopkins saying he was questioning his his future in the nfl i think he, it was like a deleted tweet that's that i'm i'm a big deandre hopkins fan i'm not gonna allow that to get in the way he's he's a little bit edgier of a thinker um, mm-hmm. I think I think he's a little I think he's a little misguided in this case. A lot of misinformation out there. Um, that that would make me go get a vaccine. Like look, I'm, like everyone's not turning into zombies. It's like yo, dude, just go get a vaccine and get paid a bunch of money. Yeah, like Rich Rodriguez, the kicker for the Colts from Georgia, is probably like sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> just just shoot in the arm, man. Just just do it. Yeah, I'm not gonna be the reason all these guys don't get paid. Exactly. I mean, that talk about accountability. Yeah, some 300 pound offensive lineman looking at you like you're the reason that I'm not getting paid. No, definitely not. No, Ma- for Massey, sure. Massey, um, you you become a zombie in year three. You should know that. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize that. I think I'll be okay with it. I think my brain might operate better than it is right now. It's yeah, I was in zombie state. I was I almost made this. Actually, my original stock was vets versus vax in the NFL. But I'll I'll just go ahead and say that my new stock is: Do I agree with Roger Goodell? And am I scared for like the, my future? In that sense. Okay. Well, let me yeah. let me let me back up to a very important critical number here for me. Mm-hmm. Seven figures. Oh, uh, I know this one. Me, me, me. Trainer. Yeah, I had some. Got some notes and jokes on this one. I see you flipping uh, your pages. Is, 
Yeah, this was uh, seven figures for Bryce Young. Thank I you. Quest- I had a question for the the um, the Tide fan in the audience here, or on the on the show. Excuse me. <laughs> Not everything's my audience. Um, uh, allow Nick's- allow me to ex- or go ahead and explain it before before oh, Nick, you Nick, say Nick- say your joke. Nick Saban calling. Uh, I watched the Nick Saban interview via Mike Greenberg. It was very interesting to see him sit on, um, you know, a Zoom call. He said Saban was calling it an ungodly amount of money that Bryce Young is receiving, but at the same time, he's 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 saying that to the press. But at the same time, in this interview, he said he doesn't want things like a divided locker room to happen. So, kind of a conflict of interest. Right. Maybe maybe yeah. Bryce Young buys some dominoes post game. Right. You right. know, he gets pizza in the Hopefully. locker room. That's humble. Yeah. Um, well, what also, what's funny about this is that Nick Saban, who is a very calculated man, what voices the number, right? He says seven figures. And then he also voices the concern of what it's like to have a young man be basically a millionaire overnight. But in the back of my head, I think what living room Nick Saban is going to walk into and sit down and look at a young man and say, if you want to be a millionaire, you'll play quarterback for me. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Like the, This is, yeah, this has brought up something that I was not or have not been thinking about. Like, how does this affect that quarterback in a locker room full of, you know, basically 18 to 23, 24-year-olds at the very oldest? Like if, huh? That's a just new dynamic I haven't thought of. That's very interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. I, your eighteen-year-old Massey would not handle being a millionaire very well. I'm not even sure a thirty-three-year-old Massey would handle being a millionaire very well. Like so, uh, it just has to. It it's going to be a incredible challenge, a new layer of challenge for being a college coach is all of a sudden having your kids getting yeah. paid more than you are. Because. Yeah, I mean, making an example from last year, let's say the NIL was in place last year, Patrick Sertain and Mac Jones, are they kind of feuding? Like, Sertain knows he's a top 10, top 15 pick in next year's draft. Mac Jones feels the same way, and he's the quarterback for Alabama. As we know now, it's seven figures, even if you haven't played a snap. Um, So is there going to be tension there? Uh, Even though they could be equally talented at their positions, they are not equally – in bursts because they play different positions on Alabama's football team. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, I mean, it's, well, we're in an unprecedented situation and that word has been overused the last year or two, but this really is kind of like a, all right, we've, we've unleashed, we've unleashed the hounds. Now what? Like who is in control of this? Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love the fact that it's going on, but there was a, Factor there, I had not thought about at all. Like, what happens when some kids in the locker room are scraping by still, and other kids are getting paid like seven figures, like you said? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it's going to have to be the. It's going to be the have Alabama and have not. Football, Alabama dynasty. Yeah. Um, trainer, what is your? What, we already <laughs> did your stuck on. So should I should I kick it over to Troy? Yeah, go for it. Troy, what's your stuck on? Uh, just a silly little stuck on, uh, I was stuck on the, the Louis Vuitton box that the NBA championship trophy came in. Did anyone notice that? I certainly did. Rolled out this brown box on the floor. I was like, what is that? What is that box they're rolling out there? And then they opened it and presented the trophy. I was like, oh, that was, that was a little, that was lame. Extra. 
Yeah, that was super lame. I didn't realize that Louis Vuitton needed enough advertising to what, be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a real sponsorship partnership, or is that like somebody who is presenting the trophy in charge of it used their recycled Louis Vuitton box on accident? That's a great question. Yeah. That, that really is a good question. They're like, they're looking around. They're like, oh crap, we don't have any boxes for this thing. We need yeah. a trophy presentation box. Meanwhile, the people that have the trophy are like, it's never become in a box before. But when that Louis Vuitton thing came out, I was like, what is that? At first, I was like, why is there a huge speaker? And then I was like, oh, that's a Louis Vuitton thing. And then five seconds later, I was like, is the trophy? Is the trophy in that? And then they just took it out and then just presented it and rolled away the box like it was. I don't know. It was just so weird to me that that happened because that doesn't – when was the last time you saw like a, any sort of Lombardi World Series, any trophy no. come out in some sort of corporate sponsored box? They're not like <laughs> – It's a box. Yeah. It's not, not like a Domino's box and then they reveal yeah. the trophy or something. It's like I like that. I like that. That'd be actually um, kind of funny. <laughs> A Papa yeah, John's no, box, or can we say that yet? <laughs> yeah. No, that's like bringing it out with bubble wrap still around it. It just doesn't really make any sense. It seems a little odd. What's also is that it fell so flat. Does that make any sense? It happened. Yes. It was supposed to be probably people in marketing probably thought it was going to be a big deal, and no one cared. Yeah, the guy was like, let's get this trophy out of this box. Like, no, <laughs> nothing says Milwaukee more than Louis Vuitton. Am I right, guys? Yeah, seriously, in that in that beach that they kept showing. I was, it's embarrassing to me <laughs> how stunned I was at that there was a beach in Milwaukee. I was like, what's that doing there? Louis Vuitton and Bush Light going together. <laughs> crowd kicks in football. Yeah, dude. It was unbelievable. Uh, my, my stuck on, y'all might have heard this. Um, text, there are rumors going around that Texas and Oklahoma, after their TV deals expire in 2025, Want to join yeah. the SEC? Yeah, I was I was a fly in the room. I was uh, right there when Sark made the call uh, to the commissioner of the SEC and begged for a chance to be in the SEC East, take Vanderbilt spot. <laughs> All right, so that, so let's let's dissect this a little bit because we have the time. Does the SEC expand by two teams, or does it sh- you know shrink by two Trade. teams Trade. and then they stay they stay level? Trade Vandy and Kentucky go to the Big Twelve. Kentucky, Troy. Uh, let me let me hear your opinion. So this was actually uh, a part of my Friday headline, so I can go ahead and touch this. But this, is this Graham? Since you were alive and well in 1996, is this going to be the rebirth of the Southwest Conference in some oh, sort of force? If that's where it leads to, yeah, because if enough – sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was going to ask you because, I mean, it's like a Texas-heavy, Arkansas-Oklahoma-heavy conference. It would be kind of cool to see that come back. Yeah, there was the the, the slack back in the day. It was like when game day was on PlayStation, that old college football video game. Yes, yes, yes. Nostalgia, nostalgia. Um, Yeah, I think there's a – for this so if arkansas stays if, if we traded arkansas um hmm, trying to think how we can make this happen SEC, geographically geographically UT. i'm sorry yeah. geographically arkansas and missouri and it's clean because uh, arkansas is in the sec west no wait is missouri in the sec west they're in the east yeah so if Ma- east. arkansas east and missouri they yeah. exit and those two move in it'd be very very clean transition right and then eventually every team in the SC West 
is going to want to, there's going to be too many, too many, um, too many kids out there with a, with a jobless father because of saving because all the coaches would get fired in the West. They need to just <laughs> remove themselves go to the NFL, bring down the Detroit lions. They can be in, in the sec East and then the slack can form from the teams that left the sec because of Alabama, Texas, OU, Arkansas, and then you're back to square one. It's 96 again. What I also like about it is how everyone's like, oh, Texas is going to make the SEC better. It's like, no, it's not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No. They're not good. They're going to get crushed. Oklahoma chance, right? Like, there's there's yeah. something about yeah. Oklahoma that's – they always have a top-tier quarterback and a top-tier offense. And if they go in the SEC, they might attract some more defensive players. But Texas is like, yeah, we want to be in the SEC. I'm like, excuse me, little boy? Like, what are you doing in here? Yeah. You got lost in the men's locker room. Let me ex- escort you out of here. <laughs> I just think they just uh, – they made the whole, like, Texas channel, and now they want to be a part of the SEC when they used to tell recruits that the Big 12 is where all the football's at. And now they're like – all hands on deck call today and they're, they're not even involved yeah. in the big 12 call. It's just, they're kind of, I don't know. It just seems a little slimy. And the, oh, te- the, very, yeah, very slimy. the Texas channel on ESPN after Alabama beat Texas in the national championship game, they're like, and we have the longhorn network. And everyone's like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. You're hemorrhaging money. And then they couldn't keep all their anchors. They lost everyone in the matter of like five years. You turn on Sports Center, I'm like, who is that Chad and who is that Brad? I do not know any of these people. I am not interested. We we gotta get this show live in Austin, by the way. Our T Town Sports Talk show. I mean, this is a great little rant. Do you have I mean <laughs> I will I will just trash Texas. But the- no, 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 you're you're totally right. It was like when LeVar Ball started Big Baller brand after Lonzo was good at UCLA. It's like you got a little too big for your britches because Vince Young won a national title and you went to another one and got smashed, and then it was like they've been probably the fourth or fifth best school, uh football school in Texas since that era. That's pathetic. Yeah, and, and I Jimbo Fisher um with Texas A&M, or no, no, maybe the AD said something of like, well, we we want to be the only Texas team in the SEC. And I'm like, who cares? Who yeah, cares about daddy. the only so Texas daddy. team? Like, what are you daddy. talking about? Like, do you, what do you, like, he said that, if he said that to a room of like traditional SEC football fans, they'd be like, yeah, I don't need, I haven't given that a second thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why yeah. is that important to you? Yeah, I, 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 well, probably recruiting. recruiting. Yeah, yeah, recruiting. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, ain't enough, ain't enough room in this town. Yeah. Do this partner. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, I've lost myself in the huddle. I think we're on quote or question of the week. Uh, trainer, so I'll kick it to you. Uh, yeah, we can we can tie a bow on on Giannis love, but I wish I could just run and dunk. I got to learn how to play basketball and have a skill. This is uh, another caddy person, James Harden. Yes. Uh, previous previous take on Giannis, which uh, you know, you know, one thing I think I brought up as a stuck a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Nets. I hate so much when fans. It, it kind of includes the wave, but when fans start to do things and then they think it's really cute and they keep they keep passing it along, it becomes like a clicky, like little um, inside joke. You hate the, the counting- wave? Am I am I gathering this correctly? Counting, counting the free throw thing for the Nets, and then they lose, and then the Hawks fans did it. 
I'm just like, and then the Suns fans did it. It's yes. just one of those things where you're just, it's just so lame. That stuff that like gets, it gets trendy and they know they want to be seen in the, in the stands on SportsCenter and Instagram. It just makes me sick. Yes. I, I agree but, with you. Can you link so that Giannis, back to James yeah. Harden? Because I wasn't, I didn't quite make Oh, yeah, it. sorry. It started with, because Harden was the one who would troll Giannis at the foul line. Um, oh. He would kind of like give him this, give him this look of, he would start doing the counting himself and he'd start kind of giving them like this, this kind of look of like, how long is it going to take this time, Giannis? And then the fans were like, haha, James Harden's our favorite player, even though he uh, banned his last team and he's only here for a few months. <laughs> and yes. it just, yes. it just, you know, ever ran with it. So, and Giannis made his free throws in the championship game. He won like 18 of 20 exactly. or something like that. Oh, yeah, he made more free throws than the Suns, the whole team, I think, in the last game, that is. Oh, dude, there's some great stats coming out of this game that I, I keep I keep forgetting. Yeah, like, so he, what does the coach say? Hit your free throws when it counts. Guess what? It counted, and he hit them. So everyone can just eat their, eat their own words. Did you see the guy counting his money? When when uh, Giannis was shooting free throws, there was some like person that like look at this guy and he was going yes. one two and he was like that's it was like dollar bills and I was like that's you. where yeah that's where I'm I know that's right that's where I get my blood boils with the I want to get on Instagram I want to be seen I'm taking this counting the free throws thing and I'm making it even weirder in Phoenix and at the same time making it strip club related and i'm going to get on television i'm going to get seen maybe i'll get a, maybe i'll get followers Cloud. i know what they're up to you know what they're up to you sniff you sniffed them out you can you can sniff some bs <laughs> yep it's hard being an influencer nowadays got to got to be on your grind troy your quote or question of the week so my question was kind of touched on earlier but the uh, the Japanese Olympic athletes' beds that are made out of cardboard that are meant to hold the body weight of one individual, uh, will that be an effective deterrence to what the whole world knows is going on after all the athletes have completed their events? There's there's more there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. Yeah, I don't know how else to say that. But why would they do that? Why would they Why would they go through the trouble of what Making of, these cardboard beds single occupant only. What a bunch of bunch of prudes. Yeah, it seems me. It just seems cruel to the athletes. Like sleeping on cardboard to like get analytical data on who's having sex at the Olympic Village. I just think it's unfair. I thought it was one of those like uh, like unspoken of perks of being an Olympic athlete. Yeah, being good looking and fit. Yeah, yes. you're you're in the top peak physical condition of your life and you're surrounded by other top peak physical condition people, hundreds and thousands from all over the world. From all over the world? Sounds like a great time. Yeah. I'm going to have a great time. Why why <laughs> deprive these young athletes of, you know, whatever they want to do? Yeah. It's their and, choice. And who sleeps on cardboard? It sounds like a booby trap. Like all of a sudden you're just going to be like entangled in this cardboard mess in case you step out of line it sounds like a marketing ploy where they're like yes this is what we did just to just to you know wag the finger at people and we ran out of money that's how what happened like you can't do this we're broke <laughs> i'm sorry we're broke the bed is made of cardboard yeah you nasty and troy y'all know who sleeps on cardboard um no homeless what? people uh yeah yeah they sleep in cardboard boxes. Get get out of the elements a little bit. Sadly um, enough. Quote, question of the week for me. Um, Seattle has a hockey team? Uh, that's, my, 
<laughs> I was watching sports in late, so I don't know if anybody knows my routine. Uh, I get zero physical exercise. I'm actually getting uh, developing a nice dad bod where I can feel I can feel the top of my belt now, and I'm and I'm going a little bit over since my surgery. Oh, great! And uh, and so I <laughs> trainer trainer. <laughs> I said that to you in confidence, and the rest of Jackson. Um, yeah. In the world, and I ice myself every single night watching, kind of watching Sports Center and fading in and out. Ooh. And Ooh. all of a sudden, there was all these people getting stoked with all these crazy uniforms, and it was like Seattle gets an expansion team for hockey. And I was like, "What are they talking about? Is that really happening? They have a there is an expansion team in Seattle called the Krakens. The Krak Krakens." Isn't like the sea like, monster? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, the sea like, monster. Like uh, the Johnny Depp, uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the big old like squid that crushes your boat if you're so, a pirate. So yes. are they going to do the same thing as um, the the God, Golden Knights? Knights? Yeah. And like draft team, like draft style off of other teams and then fill in Extension the gaps? and draft. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. So what does that bring the NHL to? How many teams? Uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, <laughs> nah. uh, NHL, talking hockey. Talk okay. really quick. Talking hockey. That was okay. that was talking hockey. And that's how much 30, information 32? we know outside. Thirty-one. Yeah, 33? that's it. Three. Huh. That is all I Interesting. got. Seattle has yeah. a hockey team. Good for Seattle, I guess. I mean, which which will be my Friday headline. I'm sorry, Troy. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was going to say that kind of rounds out there. That's all the sports in Seattle, right? Baseball, football, soccer. And allow me to jump. Oh, not basketball. Jump this. Uh, It'll be back to my Friday headline. Maybe I'll maybe I'll think of another one. Um, this is where the Timberwolves make their move, right? This is where Timberwolves ownership brings basketball back to Seattle. Oh, the SuperSonics. That'd be awesome. Trainer, what do you think? What do you think? This is this is this is a stepping stone to bringing all three major sports teams. To Seattle. Oh, I love watching the Minnesota Timberwolves play basketball. I, I would miss it a lot. <laughs> Who's their star right now? Is it Ja Morant or is that Memphis? That's Memphis. Carl Anthony Towns. Thank cat. you. Thank you. That guy yeah. is a star, and he has the ability to do a small market, put some put some developed players in his in his realm and, and make some noise, kind of like – well, Damian – I was going to say Damian Lillard, but he has no help. You know, like the Zion Williamson's of the world. Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee – I mean, sorry, Milwaukee, excuse me. Milwaukee's great. Minnesota has been so bad. For so um, they've long. Went, they've got two playoff games, like or two off playoff uh, postseasons, I guess you want, I should say. Kevin Love once, Kevin Garnett once in the past 30 years. I don't even know. That, that sounds right to me, which is just – that's like beyond – like at least the Lions, the Detroit Lions have gone to – more playoff games than that. And I mean, it's just, I'm trying to think of all the, the worst teams in sports. And, and I know the the Mariners are on that wavelength where speaking of Seattle, they haven't gone to a playoff game in, in 20 years since each rookie year, I think. So oh, wow. yeah, those are kind of the, the drought teams. If Oklahoma city can have basketball, Seattle can have basketball. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably the demand there. And I, when you said the Timberwolves went to two playoff games, in my brain, I was like, they probably lost so bad that they just called the series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, we're not, we don't need to do this. Everyone just gentlemen's, go home, pack your bags. Yeah, it's like a different type of gentleman's sweep. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I'm trying to look around in uh in other news now that we are finished with the huddle. Oh, let me say this. Um Tom Brady at the White House. He had some presidential vibes. Did anybody else see that? The swag? Yeah. No, I didn't see it at all. He was in a suit. He was he cracked a couple of jokes at uh at Joe Biden. He he had the crowd laughing. He was edgy when he had to be and smooth when other. And I was like, you look good behind that podium. Not going to lie, Tom. You think Tom Brady's going to run for president? I mean. I can see it. I mean. Why not? Why not? He seems like a super competitive guy. Seems like a nice guy. Did the is that the when the Bucks visited the White House? I missed all that. Yeah, the Bucks visited the White House. If 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 you haven't seen the shot of Bruce Arians, uh, he is very red, <laughs> very very red, and you're just like, man, you should have put on the fifty. Someone should have told him. Um, and everyone red like red red's like sunburn or Republican. Um, you know, I'm going to stay out of politics more like sunburn. He looked very, very sunburn. I'm not sure if that was a political statement or the fact that he's probably basking in some one of his Florida beach homes, just like life is good. Yeah, seriously. Well, it's also done help that DC in the summer is so hot and muggy that he's probably just really overheated. And he's kind of, he's kind of a bigger guy, you know? Yeah, he likes to eat. <laughs> Um, another, yeah, I was going to say, go ahead. I was going to say maybe, maybe, uh, not a Friday headline, but a, maybe 10 years down the road headline, uh, McConaughey on the blue ballot and Tom Brady on the red ballot presidency. What do you think? That'd be a Primary? tough choice. That'd be a tough choice. I, I, I don't know. I don't know which, which way I would go there. There we go. Um, let's do Friday headlines. Uh, trainer, I'll kick it to you. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, actually, uh, speaking of approval ratings, Giannis's approval rating in the state of Wisconsin. Whoa. Through the roof, kids. Aaron Rodgers. Uh-oh. Going down. Going down. Yikes. Yeah. Um, Have they – any, any news on that, by the way, that drama, man versus drama? No. Just him and Qu- – I think he and Kawhi Leonard are the same person at this point. They don't want to tell their team anything. They don't care about their fans. They're just they're just kind of weird and angry and, and silent. Wait, I missed that. Who? Aaron Rodgers. Kawhi oh, Leonard oh, and Aaron yes. Rodgers. Breaking news. Yeah. I have Aaron Rodgers breaking news. What? His, his house got deep cleaned the other day. <laughs> Probably going on the market. So just keep that in the back of your head. Oh, is oh, that what it's come deep, to? Gotcha. I think meant deep clean, like we need to clean this thing up because we're staying here. So uh, you can take that's tough. That's tough headline. Uh, yeah, ambiguous. We are moving out. Well, moving out. Not surprising. Um, no, not surprising. I'm already, yeah, I wonder where he's going to go. XFL? Uh, Friday headline last week, Ernie Els, Phil Nicholson. I said they'd be in the top five both on Friday. They shot a plus 16 and got cut. So I'm on a cold streak. Uh, mm. My new, my two news headlines, I got two for you this week. Listeners, A, LeBron has a Looney Tunes-themed parade to show up the box and Giannis being able to have a parade two days before or a <laughs> okay, day before okay. to get back to get back in the news. And B, Rogers gets traded to oh I have this. Rogers Aaron Rogers gets traded to Auburn because now that quarterbacks make so much money in college, why not go to Auburn, play against Saban, have this new, new rivalry renewed where the Auburn has a good quarterback. Uh, it all just it all makes sense. The writing's on the wall. It really that re- that really is smart. <laughs> that's really that's, that's probably gonna happen. That's a great headline. Did anybody is anybody here planning to see the LeBron 
movie? No. no. Space no. Jam 2? No, I saw a side-by-side of uh, what's the, the female version of Bugs Bunny? I forget Ooh. her name. Um, Babs? Is that it? Babs Bunny? Yeah, maybe Babs. They saw that they, they showed the uniform of her in like 1996 when the original <laughs> yeah. versus like the 2021 version. Why are we going backwards as a society? It's just Why? like, it's like, okay, not going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. The, that's the, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, the love interest is not there. Yeah. It doesn't do it yeah. for me this go around. No, I mean, that's a stupid reason not to see it, but I just, I'm just not interested. I think it's, uh, that's, yeah, that's the difference between Bill Clinton's Babs, the Bunny, and Sleepy Joe's. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great point. <laughs> there is, there is something to be said. I, 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 I was researching the Olympics, and by researching the Olympics, I was scrolling through a couple of apps and saw this. But um, there was a runner who got in trouble for having too short of shorts when Ooh. someone, uh, uh, someone said, you know, question her uniform. And in contrast, there was like a beach handball team that was criticized or disqualified because they wore like the traditional like volleyball spandex, like mid thigh or upper thigh spandex. And their shorts were not short enough. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. So on that same vein of thinking, it's like, what are we doing here? I mean, <laughs> what exactly are we doing? In real life, in the Olympic sports, it's whatever helps you perform and makes you feel comfortable. I could care less what you're wearing. Do you remember those body gloves the sprinters used to wear? And, and the swimmers? They wore like the, they looked like swimsuits, but they had like some sort of certain elastic pattern that allowed oh, yeah. you to be faster and more aerodynamic or something. Yeah, I remember that. I'm glad those are done. Those were silly looking. Those were silly looking. But, you know, now the, the, the amount of like, Jewelry and hair that some of these athletes have, and they're still able to run faster than everyone. Go for it. It's if awesome. Look good, feel good, play on. Yeah, play good. Build dude. your brand. Build your brand. Um, Troy, do you have a Friday headline? Did I just ask you that? Mine was the uh, Southwestern Conference rebirth. That was my headline. Calling, nice. Calling it 2026. My Friday headline was uh, the Timberwolves to to Seattle and uh, Aaron Aaron yeah. Rodgers. All right, how about this? Um, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton sit out the first couple of days of USA practice when they have to fly to Tokyo a day after the Milwaukee Bucks parade. They're like, we're just going to, we're just going to, oh, and, and, and you know who's on the team? Devin Booker. Oh, no. Booker's in the middle seat. Middle seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ride to Tokyo. They meet at the, the connecting airport LAX and they're just all staring at one another. Can you imagine them showing up for the same flight and Drew Holiday and Chris Miller just being these like blurry eyed, like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And Devin Booker would be like, hey guys, you're ready to you're ready to play some ball. And they're yeah. like, you just give me Devin, just give me a, just give me a second. <laughs> just give me a second. I'm gonna go get a bloody Mary. I'll meet you on the plane, all right? Yeah, we're on two opposite sides of the spectrum right now. Okay, sports fans, you can, go ahead. Yeah, you can make – sorry, sorry. Once once the dust settles, you can make a great commercial out of that, um, a, a plane ride with like, hey, Chris, uh, Drew, what? What do you need? Pass the trophy, that sort of stuff. But I want to say uh, shout out. Big, big 1996 show, guys. Space Jam, the SWAC. And Supersonics, you know, I like that. That was fun. That was a fun show. No. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we're back there. And and I think we should remind the listeners: the Olympics is actually 96. the 
Um, 96 in Atlanta. But the Olympics was the first summer we started this show, and we didn't know what the hell we're doing, not like we know what we're doing now. Was mm-hmm. It was the summer of Olympics of – someone do the math for me. 2016. Thank you. Yeah. Zika virus? Was that Brazil year? I think so. Yeah, Rio we de were, Janeiro. Yeah, we were stuck talking about swimmers for like three weeks because we didn't know what we were doing. And uh, so this marks the four-year, five-year anniversary because the Olympics were canceled last. Uh, so congratulations to us. We did it. Yeah, five years. We, we volunteered for five years. That's really five that's really accomplishment. Years. Five more years. That's it. Sports fans, that's it. That's all. Please download our podcast. Look us up, T-Town Sports Talk. Rate, review, delete the podcast. Download it again. I'm pretty sure that counts for the numbers. Tell your friends. Tell your parents. Download. Uh, and repeat. That's it. That's all, guys. We were sitting out on the step, you know. Now I'ma say this one time, boy, and that's my word. We rock the shot to knock fire through the Hindenburg. The contribution is clear. You add water to bone and get the Jurassic vibe on the microphone. Now if you like the tone and how the harmony's done, and the sucker MCs die before they begun. Well, I like to know if I got the notion. Cause we're number one. I'm not trying to say my style is better than yours. I'm just on some other shit. I'm all about the beats and the lyrics. So when you hear it, you can feel it. The vibe is energized by the presence of my spirit. No interference, we persevere. The purpose is clear. We're here to leave your ear hurt and severe. You're lurking in fear because we take it back like Robin Loxley. Rocking from countryside to spots where hard rocks be. I often wonder if these MCs even know how it feels to dedicate their whole life to this Michael Steele. It's not about the bill. That's not keeping it real. A lot of tight rappers out here ain't got no deal. We appeal to the brothers with flow finesse because it's the 100 watt bloodshot game of death because we're protected by the covenants of words and beats. Rewind and feel the heat. Recline and take a seat. So uh, let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats with real live MCs. Playground tactics. No rabbit and a hat tricks. Just that classic. Rap shit from Jurassic. Let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats with real live MCs. Playground tactics. No rabbit and a hat tricks. Just that classic. Rap shit from Jurassic. Now I walk from Transania. Earthquake Transylvania. And all the way I kick the hole through the wall of China just to get the right blend. Cause I'm schizophrenic of the pen. Wait a minute. I fell into the deep end. You shouldn't have told me the pyramids can hold me. So now a contest is what you owe me. Pull out your beats, pull out your cuts. Give us a mic, what up? And we gon' tear shit up. I'm on some old and forgotten. Sun up to sun down. Like picking cotton, the nutty professor. Science dropping, rocking Robin's hood from New York to Compton. Me and my three sons, Jabari, Shakir, and Cobb. So uh, let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats for real live MC. Playground tactics, no rabbit in a hat tricks, just that classic rap shit from Jurassic. Let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats with real live MCs. Playground tactics, no rabbit in a hat tricks, just that classic rap shit from Jurassic.
Hey, I'm tuna fish from you and I T. Why do I die? Anti-Illuminati. Why do the liquid from my vocals make the ghetto start swimming? Forever winning, I'm in it like metal arc living. I get goosebumps when the baseline thumps. A sucker MC for style. He had mine for lunch. Mark 7, get you open like an attache. Briefcase in this case, defeat there is no way. <laughs> With tool spinners, cooking a full dinner. Killing the firstborn of lyrical Yule printers. Winners at the academy, rattling your anatomy. Gotta be J5, so kill all your fake flattery. That'll be the day when labels pay our way. Tune to what you say when MCs come to play. Unfinned, cause we take it back like Spinal Tap. Preparing your intellect before your final nap. So, uh, let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats for real live MCs. Playground tactics, no rabbit in a hat tricks. Just that classic rap shit from Jurassic. Let's take it back to the concrete streets. Original beats for real live MCs. Playground Tactics, no rabbit in a hat trick, but in a hat trick. Just got beat, huh? Watch how I settle it. I fuck around and arrest your whole development. I'm eloquent when it comes to digital display. I'm ready for the world while you earl off the tango ray tactics. My shit's Jurassic. Ah, fingers of death while you exhale and inhale with the deep breath. With my chop suey style, cause I'm a lyrical chef. I get smarter to death, cause I be cooking from here to Brooklyn. Your hits annoying like fat ass bookmen on good times when I I hit the designated area I hope you got your shots Cause this is lyrical malaria Spreading Beheading fools With the punishment I live in America But fuck this government 150 times over Silver lead While y'all drink the simmer Like my rhymes are breastfed No artificial nipples I flip the real skills I thought I told you Once I kicked the lyrical windmills And backspin Benedict strictly For my benefit I step on toes When I flow Don't get offended Come and get with it Comprehend it When I kick it I represent the real from the beginning to the end of it. The end of it. Right, only 
revenge was said And what's the chance that you'll remember All those nights in the river bed 